right, sorry for the delay. Dark Horse Live, episode 108. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here on a Friday evening. Non-traditional time for us to do a show. Special treat. It's two shows in one week. <clears throat> but yeah, we have Mosca. If you check out the shirt, I just got a new shirt. Mosca Seeds. Show you the back. <laughs> sort of. So uh, yeah, Indiana Bubblegum shirts. Tonight on the program, we are talking Indiana Bubblegum right down here. Right down there. See that one fi- or the 51 minutes to go? 51 minutes till the Sea Bazaar Premium Indiana Bubblegum drop with one uh, Mosca Seeds. Give me a joint. What are, uh, what are we smoking? What would you give me? I'll bring in- you in. Indiana Bubblegum. Oh, you brought me Indiana Bubblegum joint. Yes, that's right. Hell yes. Let me bring you in. No, oh, your laptop is oh. completely blocking your camera. <laughs> All right, so Mosca's here. Welcome to the show, Mosca. Thanks for the bubblegum joint, sir. Yeah, right on. Glad to be here. What uh, I got to start off with, what the hell you been up to? I haven't seen you probably... Have I seen you since the pandemic or anything? It's been like three years. I think it's Secret Stash. See, okay, yeah, so not that long no, ago. No, Oklahoma. Okay, so not even that long ago. So I've seen you <laughs> yeah. like three times recently, I guess. But uh, somehow it feels like, yeah, I haven't seen a whole lot of you, but you got to update us um, on what the heck's going on. What's yeah. new with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, really just uh, focusing hard on some uh, projects right now, a couple of collabs going on, uh, one with a good friend of mine, Sog Army. Um, we've taken his Blue Mosa, and uh, we're crossing it with some uh, really heavy, terpy strains. Um, and so that's uh, one of our projects, another one we're doing is a pineapple project um, with Tiki, and uh, that one is just going to be dynamite. It's going to take our uh, Cinderella 99, and we're crossing it to um, his pineapple. So, um, is it your C99 from Fino that you found, or is it the pineapple cut? Yeah, it's the one I found. Yeah, we did some uh, hunting through the pandemic, mm-hmm. and uh, we just kept our nose to the grindstone and kept working hard. And When you do these collaborations, is it like you're doing them together in one room, or are you doing some work and sending it off to him to do some work and kind of back-and-forth project? Like here, you take the ball and run with it, and then I'll pick it up later, or are you guys literally sharing a spot to do a, a collaboration run? Uh, we're more sharing genetics. And so uh, I'm doing the reversals and uh, the actual pollination, um, all the sorting. So and, he's, uh, you're just getting people to provide you genetics you would otherwise wouldn't have, and you're mm-hmm. putting your spin on it and calling a collab, which makes sense because you've you've uh, well known. I'm trying to say you're a you're well known as a good feminized breeder. Your feminized seeds have been good. You you have excellent at the reversals. I feel like I'm talking like an idiot, but uh, yeah, you're good at reversing plants. You've been good at reversing plants for a while, so you are an ideal choice for someone to do a collab with that wants to do a feminized line. Um, have you done a lot of collabs in the past? I've noticed you picked it up in the past year or two, but is it something you always do, or is it something you're just sort of getting into? No, this is something uh, that I'm getting into more and more uh, because I think. Um, the market today, uh, the, the growers at all levels, 
um, want something unique and different. And I think by sharing some tightly held uh, cuts that they've hunted or acquired through trusted sources that um, we're going to create something new and different. So, um, and that's really what we're trying to do is uh, use genetics that are not mainstream and like I said, tightly held um, and really develop something that has unique terpene profiles, that have, you know, the nose, aroma, um, structure, um, you know, the vigor, the, uh, um, the real intensive root growth, you know, and that's what we're seeing in the Indiana uh, bubblegum back cross is that type of really hardy, strong plants. And, um, and so, um, you know, Caesar was asking me earlier about, you know, which one um, I prefer. And, uh, and this is nothing against the S1 or the you know, original mom of the Indiana bubblegum, but the back cross really throws down. Um, and I just, it's just a, a much easier plant to grow. Sure. Um, and not finicky whatsoever. And Indiana bubblegum, you know, got to keep her happy. So, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, so she's been, um, I've worked with her, uh, reversing, um, times before we, this is a, uh, a, um, a second launch of the S1, but we're adding the back cross to it and, uh, another, um, really exciting treat that we'll share with everyone. Is this one that you gave me here, is this the mom or is this the BX or the S1? What did you give me? Uh, this is the mom. This is the mom. I yeah. say this is this tastes nice, yeah. I definitely, it's nostalgic to me a little bit. It's sort of like we were talking about skunks on the last program. Mm -hmm. In a weird way, this brings me back like to a different time, you know? Yeah. It yeah. kind of speaks too to what you mentioned about you when you're working with these collabs, you don't necessarily go for like, the most popular-ish thing you look for these sought-after, tightly held things because I wouldn't say I've seen you really chase like hype shit. Like you know, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but you don't really have like gelato crosses and Skittles crosses and some of the, the shit that sort of took over everywhere. You sort of stuck to your roots, and I think it speaks to your longevity. But yeah, you definitely don't. I don't know, like hype chase follow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we've worked with the gelato, but like runs. I mean, every was doing, everyone was doing runs crosses. We did one runs cross, and that was a Detroit runs from Tiki. So right. London Pound Cake cross to the runs. Sort of like the Mac with me. I feel like I saw everybody and their mother just start doing mm -hmm. Mac everything, Mac everything. And I was like, I'm going to do one Mac cross, which we did Banner Mac. And it's like, we'll just dip our toe there and leave it. It doesn't need to be the whole menu. It doesn't need to be Mac. You know what I mean? But right. Yeah, right. I can respect that too. If it's like a hot strain and you just want to dabble in one one release with that involved um, that makes sense to me also but i guess let's get back more into the bubble gum that's sort of why we're here i have a package here this is a cool package um, we obviously spent some time on it i don't know if you can see that on my little camera Zooming in. yeah i work with uh, a really terrific artist who uh is very gifted uh, he's the creative type but yeah, this is a really cool package, and um, like I said, the bubblegum release coming now in 44 minutes. Um, yeah, like this is, you obviously took your time 
plotted out even the packaging for a special release of just one strain. You know, a lot of guys would never do special packaging for one strain, but if you shake it around, you'll hear some things in there. There's more than seeds in here. Yeah. <laughs> what, what dare I say? What's going on? I think this is Caesar's gifted pack. So. Please don't shake it too yeah, much. I'm yes. Shake it violently, rip it open. <laughs> there, it, dare I say, is there a piece of bubble gum in here? So there is. There is it's a, like a baseball piece card of bubble thing. gum. Yeah, I knew that was coming. And there is a strain card in there that has a description of either the S1 or the BX, and uh, uh, and of course the seeds. So nice. Um, so talk to me a little bit about just the bubblegum clone, and you know it's legendary. I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of people don't know about it. A lot of people don't have it. Newer smokers probably don't even know what we're talking about when we say Indiana bubblegum. Um, what do you know of the origin of it? What is the actual lineage? Um, as far as I know, it's kind of a mystery. And do you know these? Mm -hmm. or who, why is it Indiana bubblegum? Do we know that? Yeah, well, uh, that goes back to an old story that uh, the bubblegum was actually bred here in, was bred in Illinois. Uh, but those that was done back in the days of Green Merchant. And so they actually named it Indiana to kind of throw off okay. and not bring attention. Little decoy, huh? Exactly, exactly. So it has so. nothing to do with Indiana. No. And everything to do with Illinois, kind of your, your stomping ground. So. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even know that. I definitely just learned yeah. something right there. And, uh, but, yeah, it's a clone that uh, really got around the Midwest. Um, I got it from a very close friend of mine um, on the East Coast, and I fell in love with it right away. Um, you know, just the way I connected with Cinderella, World Time Moonshine, Indiana Bubblegum is, is one of those um, really important. Yep, classics, exactly. And um, uh, I started working with her and uh, grew out, really tried to understand the plant, um, then... I started doing some crosses, regular seed crosses. And then um, once I finally was able to perfect um, feminizing seeds, then she was one of the, uh, one of the candidates that I used. And um, she is just phenomenal. I mean, people who grow her out, they love the terpene profile. And she's not very high. Uh, on the terpenes, I mean, she tests at you know seventeen to nineteen percent, but it's the entire THC. yeah in THC no, correct not, yeah, yeah, that'd, yeah, be, yeah. A, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> terps, terps. Yeah. yes, I follow you. I follow <laughs> yes, you. yes, thank you for clarifying. And uh, um, but it's the entire terpene profile that really makes her different. I don't want to say it's misleading because when you hear bubble gum. You think of candy strains today and all the fruity candy shit that's all over the place. Like, this is not that. Like, this is yeah. more of a smoother, sandalwoody kind of like... It, it, it definitely has reminiscence of bubblegum in there, mm -hmm. but it's not like... I don't know what, I, what I'm trying to say. It's not like a super fruit candy strain where, like, the terps jump off where it's like, oh, look at this berry or it smells like a grape or it's like... Yep. It's not like that. This is an older strain mm -hmm. that this was fruity and shit back then you know what i mean where this yeah. actually was a little bit special but i guess yeah speak to the terps of what people can expect when they grow it is there multiple phenos i know it's an s1 or a bx but you kind of have a little variation amongst those and what can people expect if they they go after this drop yeah yeah so um on the s1s this is a re-release like like i had mentioned and um 
She finishes um, right around 65 to 68 days. Uh, indica dominant. Um, she ha she is an Afghani cross to an unknown indica hybrid, and um, but just a, a very unique terpene profile um, that I think is uh, very indica dominant. Sure, I mean, I'm getting high in the front of my face. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense to anybody, but like more forehead. usually I get high in the back of my head, like in somewhere back there. I can feel it kind of getting more high, like this one. Feels like my face is falling forward and drooping, like I have mm -hmm. like bulldog face or something from smoking this weed. It's interesting because that's kind of predominantly more of an indica type effect to me. Where all yeah. of a sudden it's like my my lips drooping, my face hanging. Like it feels like my face is hanging off the front of my skull. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, yes, I uh, I can relate. <laughs> so, what was the allure to bubblegum? Was it the yield, the terp profile, the structure, the finish? You know. Um, it's the structure. She's um, really kind of an ideal indica uh, structure. She's shorter, uh, although if you let her veg for a longer period, she will get bigger. Mm -hmm. um, but that's with any plant. And uh, she doesn't have much stretch. Uh, nice, tight colas. Um, and just they have a, a terrific smell, both in veg uh, and in flour. So, so you get a nice smell in veg even. Yep. It's mm -hmm. interesting because it does have this like, I don't even know, like a, I can almost, I don't think this is accurate, but I can almost see like the pink lines and shit coming off of this because it has almost that pink champagne-y kind of like pinkness in there, which I, I think has something to do with maybe the bubble gum in it, but I don't know. It's, it, it's unique to me because it's not, like again, it brings me back. It's old school weed to me mm -hmm. with like, yeah. Subtle hints. Yeah, and I think that's important, uh, an important point, because uh, people are able to enjoy flour that was very popular, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And so, um, you know, a lot of what I do is preservation. And so uh, being able to offer um, the closest, you know, facsimile yeah. to the original um, is, I think, a good thing. And um, in regards to the back cross, um, I am really excited about her because she, I, I took the strongest female that I, uh, that I tested, and um, she crushed it on every level from, you know, rooting uh, to the growth, great structure, uh, nice, tight, hard nugs. Um, and more consistent uh, than the S1. And um, um, it just a great taste to her. You so. mentioned the original is a little bit tricky to grow. Uh, does, is the S1 still tricky? You kind of said that BX is a little easier, but is the S1 kind of a veterans-only strain, or would you say you go ahead and give it a shot still? Um, or is it going to be a bitch to root and kind of be tricky? No, um, she, I think, is... If someone has done a previous grow, then I think they'll do fine with her. Just you don't want to overfeed her. And I think a lot of times more beginning uh, growers will tend to overwater, overfeed. And so um, that's something you want to avoid. Uh, she doesn't like wet feet, so she doesn't like a consistently wet soil. Or say maybe more of a sandy soil or... Something like that. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, and, and you know, our preferred method of growing her is in cocoa, 
um, because not only do you have the accelerated growth of hydro, but then you have the forgiveness of soil, you know. So, um, yeah, um, but she that's she was bred in cocoa and loves cocoa. <laughs> nice. I had you airdrop me some pictures, so we're going to do a little show and tell here on the screen. But uh, I think the first one up you sent me was a Bruce Banner, you said? Yeah, that's yeah. a Bruce Banner. This has nothing to do with the drop tonight, but he wanted to show me a Bruce Banner that he has crushing off. And, uh, yeah, I can see it's you're getting there with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's filling out nicely. But uh, let's see what we have here. Indiana bubblegum stuff. Sorry, I get my shit together. Here we go. No, that's the same one that we just showed you, right? Bruce Banner. There we go. Uh, S1? Yes, S1. That's so right. This is the S1. This beautiful plant. Banner S1? No, this is bubblegum. We're into uh, bubblegum now. Bubble he just gum. wanted to show me. Real quick, can we address Caesar has a stupid wig on? Like Stupid we, wig? Yeah, the, what, this is for the fucking game show. That was from the game show, but I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I don't. We just breezed right past the fact Caesar looks like I just wanted like a, to know how long somebody... Caesar looks like a moron right now. I just now. wanted to know how long we're going to go without somebody saying it. Okay. No, I don't look like a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> but no, back to the show and tells here. So uh, this is bubblegum, Indiana bubblegum S1. Correct. Yeah. Um, let's yep. see what else we have here. <coughs> Oops. Let's go with this one. This is another S1 picture, uh, but just more yeah. canopy. Mm -hmm, exactly. Is that one plant? Um, I believe that it's two plants. There's one in front and one in the back. Okay. Uh, but that's grown in an area of like uh, four by four. Yeah, it looks like to be a pretty good yield there, obviously. I kind of mentioned it, but yeah, it looks like yeah. it's... Above know. average yields is what we like to say. And uh, Top it or don't top it? Uh, she responds well to topping. Yeah, and with her branchy style, um, I, I think topping is the way to go. You know, it's not like a plant that is uh, more... Um, Thanks, Ninja. Straight. Shout out, Stone Ninja. Thanks for the sub, my man. Hey, uh, Ninja. Um, this one is the BX, correct? Uh, yes. Uh -huh. So there's a nice Thanks. little little canopy going on in the BX. It's nice, good chunk in the cola. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, improved chunkage. Yeah, is that a bed? Uh, it actually is a raised bed that's a, a wooden platform on cinder blocks um, with um, uh, their, there's drip line in between so each plant gets two um stakes and then uh, there's drainage uh right underneath the plants and so water goes to a gutter and then it goes out nice let's see I think I have, so feed to waste i think i have a picture of the packaging which i sort of already showed off but i don't know i think it's cool you got a, some cool artwork on the packaging and uh, this is what the seed packs look like um last one yeah, this is beautiful. This is the BX also. And yeah. I see why you might lean towards the BX a little bit because, holy shit, and the, the resin coverage, the trikes. Like. And that was uh, um, just one of the, the many colas that that plant had. Um, you said 70, roughly 70 days? Uh, 65 to 68. Yeah. You don't want to rush her, you know. And there'll be some phenotypical differences, you know, won't, one may want to go a little bit longer, uh, you know, one will go faster. Just doesn't look terrible to trim either. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess you'd have to ask you, but it's, that looks like knock down some fan leaves and you're yeah. 80% of the way there. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I could also see that, but potentially being breeding stock, it just looks like, you know, I could see mm -hmm. people wanting to use this and 
potentially move it forward. So I expect you'll get some people that want to scoop this up and breed with it. Um, what's the next thing with the bubble gum? Are you just going to do this release for a minute, or are you already ahead of yourself on other bubblegum stuff? We've uh, already done some other work with her, uh, with Tiki Madman. Uh, and so uh, those are still unreleased. So um, most likely uh, next two months. Okay. Um, since we have you here at Canacon this weekend, um, tell everybody what you have cooked up at Canacon. Do you have super special promo deals or something? You always have something cooked up. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, we're giving away uh, a free seed, feminized seed, photo period seed, um, to anyone who brings over uh, the coupon that's in the, uh, the booklet for the event. Okay, so you got to, does everyone get, the, where do you get the booklet? Right when you walk in next to the bag and the lanyard. That shit you out. basically gets handed to you and you throw away every time. You need to open exactly. it up this yep. time. Yep. You need to go in the back or wherever they may be and look for the coupon section. Yeah, actually we had a, a picture. We actually had a sample of it. Of the coupon? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what happened to it. But uh, yeah, so we're giving away a uh, one feminized seed of raspberry sherbet. Across the Raspberry Boogie. Just to anybody that comes up with the coupon. With the coupon, free, just, yeah. yeah that, Ready to go. While supplies last, I imagine that might, <laughs> that might backfire on you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's your booth number? In, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're uh, booth 505. Um, but, yeah, the convention center, the Colorado Convention Center is amazing. Uh, great place and some really good vendors there. So this is a good show. Sure. Um, I think uh, this is the first time that they've let a cannabis thing happen in this venue. Mm. I don't know if let is the right word, but I think this is the first time Canacon or anything of this size has come into this venue, and I think they might be in for a bit of a shock. I don't <laughs> know that they know what's coming. Yeah. This is usually some, like, I don't know, Lego shit or Comic-Con shit or some other, like, <laughs> it's like, do you know what's coming? Because there's going to be a huge circle of people smoking weed right out in front by this big blue bear statue that they all love. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It might be a one and only. So if you're in town or anywhere near Denver, Colorado, you might want to come on down to this show because it, it could be the one and only at this venue if I have a sneaking suspicion. Yeah, it's interesting because um, in the past, Indo Expo was over at the uh, Denver Mart. And uh, so it's nice to see another show. Have you been up there? They leveled it. No, I heard. Yes, it's gone. Yeah, the old place that we used to do all of the Denver trade shows has literally been leveled. Um, and I don't think there's been a trade show in Denver for a couple of years because uh, Indo Expo kind of went under, like we mm. mentioned last show. So um, yeah, yeah. ever since Indo Expo kind of disappeared, there hasn't been a trade show out here. We've had a few small ones, which are always fun. It's kind of weird because I almost enjoy the small ones more lately. But uh, it'd be good to get back to a big one and... Um, do a big trade show. Have you been traveling a bunch for shows or you've been hunkering down? You know what? Um, we're being much more selective uh, with shows now. Um, it looks like we'll probably be at the cannabis, uh, the Cowboy Cup in Southern Oklahoma okay. um, in December uh, 2nd, 3rd. So um, look forward to that. And um, no, I really haven't done too many shows. Not going to return to BizCon this year? So that's in November and you did it last year. Was there any thoughts on BizCon? Yeah, I mean, it's a really good show. Um, the The setup is different this year where they have it on two levels. And um, 
I think that's just going to uh, take a little bit away from the continuity because when you have, like, what was it, six or seven football fields full of vendors. <laughs> Biggest show I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, there's just a lot of really good energy. <laughs> Let me say something about that real quick. <laughs> it's too much to fucking see. Uh, like, literally, yeah, like, yeah. trying to zigzag through everything, through different sections and different corners, it's way too much to see. Yeah. And I don't know how people get found in there because it's way too fucking hard to find anybody. Mm. And almost nothing is actually for sale. Like, it's all wholesale, order it, you know, big yeah. accounts. So it's like, you walk by and you're like, oh, that's the dopest automatic grinder thing I've ever seen. I want to buy that. He's like, well, you can't actually buy it here. It's like, what the what? It's the most overwhelming trade show I think I've ever been to. Yeah, it's it definitely fucking is. massive. <laughs> yeah, but this year, uh, we're, we're not going to do it. Um, just because, you know, the industry is going through some changes right now. Um, and so, you know, there's uh, a lot of folks in different states that, you know, are seeing a lot of challenges. So um, I think we're going to take a pass this year and we'll look at it next year. Oops. Um, Secret stash? Yeah, that was something old. I pushed the wrong button entirely. All right, that's not the right button either. Either way, I wanted to show people this. I can get my shit together. All right, here's the uh, here's the show this weekend. Where is oh there it is. West. So come down to Canacon Denver, and right here is Z Bazaar three one three. That's where Dark Horse is going to be three one three. And Mosca, you are five oh five five uh, somewhere up in here. You have a ten by twenty, don't you? Yeah, right there. So yeah, come down to the show. You can find us both there. Get um, your free seeds. We'll be there. Get Mosca's free seeds going on. Um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Also, since I have you here, we should show people the Seed Bazaar. This drop tonight is behind a premium um, membership. So if you need to be a premium member to do it, right here is your premium sign up um, but yeah it's uh, basically the cbazaar.com and that's where you're gonna I'm gonna take this off my screen sign in and show people one second I don't know if it's gonna it doesn't show the password anyway all right here you go so here's premium um, head over here head over to Moscow about there. Here's your drop. I'm not sure why that's going up right there. Either way, um, we have to make sure these are listed. So oh. I'm going to have to jump on here and activate at the end of this and activate it all. But uh, yeah, roughly 25 minutes, it'll be right here. It says obviously products are not sold out. They go on sale at 8 p.m. tonight, which is in 25 minutes. So if you have a premium account, I'll make sure this is active and showing everything you need to see here in about 25 minutes. But that's how you do it. You need to be on premium. After 48 hours, the only way to get these seeds is basically online right now on the premium drop or going to the Canacon trade show. And then in 48 hours, which is pretty much put us right around Sunday night or Monday morning, uh, imagine these will go over to the regular side, whatever's left. So I don't know how many you have, but I would recommend jumping on premium, scooping them up, heading down to the trade show and uh, getting them there. Or if you uh, want, you can wait till regular drop. But we should uh, let people know that with this premium drop, we are also going to 
gift a six pack of bubblegum Oreos. And so this is just a very limited amount, will not be released, but just for this drop. So only on the premium side, and anybody who buys this drop on premium is going to get a, how, what's that, how many seeds? It's six seeds. Six seed pack of, uh, bubble, gum, of yep. bubble gum Oreos, which is cool. I mean, that's not even going to be released publicly, basically. Yeah. Um, such a limited deal. Oh, that's the, the, or, okay, yeah, the one we were talking about earlier. The, uh... You have a. Uh, you want to show them a picture of it or something? You're gonna get. Oh yeah, you're trying to get everybody sued. Yeah, no, that's why you can airdrop it to me. I'll show it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have pictures of like the the flower yet? Uh, not of the Oreos. Okay. The bubblegum Oreos. All right, here we go. Did you airdrop it? Yep. Let's see what we got. Uh, thank you, by the way, goes out to T.H. Caesar for his help <laughs> with Appreciate naming. Oh, uh, yeah, Caesar named this? Yeah, Caesar's named a lot of shit, I have to admit. Yeah, I was really impressed. He's kind of like one of the go-to guys because of his encyclopedia brain that can know if it's already been a strain name or not, and then he'll just wing it into something else but have writer's block but i didn't know this is a real thing so apparently <laughs> bubblegum made like a legit oreo oreo yeah bubblegum oreos bubblegum <laughs> i don't know who bubblegum is i mean it's just a thing right but it's just a flavor here yeah. either way yeah that's so this is essentially what you're getting for free <laughs> but it'll be seeds not some weird ass tasting oreo yeah so those are the freebies a six-pack of feminized seeds that will be included with the purchase of either the IBG S1 or IBG BX. So um, it's a nice little, uh, nice little gift, and like like we said, it's not being released publicly. Uh, do you have any plans to work the C99 further or bring it back the BX? I don't know if it's sold out anymore, but that's sort of your Bruce Banner, where people keep constantly keep coming and asking you for C99. So what's the update on? C99 work. Yeah, yeah, we did a, 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 a pheno hunt during the pandemic on our C99s, and it was really interesting because we went back to our original crosses, and we popped those seeds. So many of these seeds were 15 years old plus, and what we did was we sprouted the different families, um, you know, the ones that were our favorite, and uh, we we actually had a very good germination rate, uh, and here's a little tip for everyone: what so you we got do secrets for 15-year-old seeds. Yep, yep. Um, we use um, peroxide, hydroperoxide, just regular uh, drugstore quality, 20% to water and a cup of water, and that's it. I mean, and it just it aids with um, helping to crack the seed, and then. Also, what we did is we actually went in and we cracked the seed Some manually cracker, yeah. because um, it's so difficult for the embryo to crack out of a hardened shell that's so old. And so this, uh, by helping it both with the peroxide and then the seed cracker, um, it's really made a big difference. So we had a really good selection, um, and uh, we had popped a 100 seeds of... Uh, two families 
uh, that were our favorite, and uh, obviously about 50%, about 50 females of each. And uh, we narrowed that down to 12, and then to three, and then the one ultimately that we have now. So it's coming down the pipe. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, when I first started working with Cinderella, um, that was a strain I never wanted to, to lose. And so, you know, that was really uh, a labor of love uh, with keeping her around because uh, Brothers Grimm was defunct and they weren't, there was, there was intermittent availability through Canadian distributors, seed distributors at that time. And um, they had, they would get some Wally Duck or, you know, uh, maybe Gypsy Nirvana had his C99 version um, from IG Mag that um, I, I thought it was such a great strain. I wanted other people to enjoy it. And so, yeah, that's how it all kind of started. I think my favorite strain, jumping around a little bit, but my favorite strain you've ever done was the Mountain Dew. Mm. You still have Mountain Dew? Or are you reworking it other ways? Or But talk about a strain with incredible terp profile that explodes, you know, like off the charts. And, uh, yeah, I mean, as soon as you hit it, you're like, whoa, what the fuck was this? At least that was my experience. It was one of those page or head turners for me where I was like, oh, shit, what is this? Yeah, but, thanks. Uh, you have any future plans for that? Yeah, actually, uh, we did a uh, pheno hunt this summer and uh, just identified some terrific, really loud females uh, with some really good chunkage to the cola, so some really heavy producers. And, um, you know, with that very unique uh, terpene profile, the taste of it, it was, it was excellent. So um, uh, we're actually... Um, We'll be sampling those next month. How big so. uh, pheno hunts do you, do you do typically? Um, it really depends. Uh, if we're doing an older strain, um, because we like to combine older and new and come up with something uniquely different, um, you know, that would be dependent on how many seeds we have and, you know, what's our germination rate. So, um Elvis has entered the building. <laughs> His hair is fucking distracting. It looks like there's somebody totally different that I don't know sitting over there. So he keeps throwing me People off. People in the chat are mentioning <laughs> um, But, uh, so yeah, um, we are definitely going to, um, we have been working her, and now it's coming down to um, the evaluation of the, the final candidates that we have. But um, to answer your question, we did about 45 uh, females seeds. from, and the seeds were from 2016 and 2017. So some of our original work. Gotcha. With her, you said multiple times that you did pheno hunts on a few different things. So I imagine last summer you cracked a whole bunch of shit and just mm -hmm. sort of dug through all of your lines to find special shit to move forward. Um, was there anything in there that was like head above everything else? Where you're like, this is this is the the creme de la creme of Moscow seeds at the moment, and this is what we're going to do. I imagine the Indian bubblegum was probably special, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily your original work. So it's like, what is something that you have, like, um, this is something that I'm really going to put my hat on here moving forward? Yeah, um, I would say it's more like the Raspberry Boogie because, I mean, that is our most popular strain. Um, we did a uh, feminized version earlier this year, and uh, feedback has been terrific. I mean, um, 
people are very happy with the results and uh, very easy plant to grow. Um, you know, great terpene profiles. So um, just a really good tasting uh, uh, plant that really you recognize the smell once, yeah. once you hold a bud. Is that your best selling strain of all time, even over like Cindy 99, you think? Yeah. Yeah, really? definitely. So yeah, it mm -hmm. really blew up for you. That got huge. Yeah, yeah. It uh, that's um, you know why we focused on her um, for our first collab with Tiki because um, that was one of his favorite strains. And uh, actually, I met him here in Colorado years ago at the end at the uh, Denver Mart for <coughs> one of the Indo shows. So uh, yeah, it's just kind of cool. I mean, I guess. I'm curious to how has your breeding changed over the years? You mentioned, you know, you did a huge pheno hunt. I imagine when you were starting or even when it was much more black market, like you never did such large runs. But what is the, what is the difference between Mosca now versus mm -hmm. Mosca when you first started the Mosca seeds? You know, um, I think I've become uh, better uh, at the craft of breeding because I've made a lot of mistakes and, um, you know, it's a lot of stuff is trial and error, you know, like uh, breeding under LED lights. You know, that's very, very challenging depending on uh, the type of light you're using uh, and the spectrum. Um, and so I've become better, I think, at um, selection because we're doing much, much larger selections than we had uh, in the past. And so we're always um, um, popping seeds to find, you know, those really special plants. Um, and, you know, many times that's really hard to do, you oh, know. Yeah. Easier said than done. It's a lottery every time, even for the veterans, you know. Just, just because we have experience doesn't mean we're better at the lottery when we crack a 10-pack of seeds or, you know, go mm -hmm. through 100 seeds sometimes. It doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. It's a... It's a volume game, and sometimes you get lucky as shit right off the jump, and sometimes you don't. Um, exactly. But, you know, we, we all get lucky sometimes. <laughs> Do you have any um, official, like, sponsorships or anything, or anything that you want to shout out as far as, like, how do you grow? Do you have specific products that you use or like, um, we, even if they're not sponsored? Yeah. But give us some of the dirt on, like, products that you can't live without. Sure. All right. Um, so you mentioned what we grow in, in cocoa, uh, I mentioned earlier. Yeah, Nectar for the Gods. Um, their number two cocoa is fantastic. I mean, it has basalt in it. The plants just thrive, but it's a, a great sterile medium to uh, really grow well. And, and it has a trichoderma and you know, all the benefits, uh, plus some other things. And, um, you know, fish it, we use that. Um, we've been really, uh, really happy with, um, you know, what it does for our plants with the trace and micronutrients and, you know, the, uh, bacteria, proto so protozoa and, um, uh, we're, uh, running, um, SLF 100 as well. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, we're just, uh, plugging away, um, and trying to create some, uh, some stuff that uh, people enjoy. Okay, makes sense. Um, particular light that you like? Yeah, really like uh, Next Lights. Um, their LEDs are fantastic. Uh, they're now known as Blaze LED. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, some really exciting stuff happening with them. But the the their Pro Series is fantastic. Their Megas for for flowering and their Veg Eight Pros for uh, everything from seedlings to clones. And you know they're dimmable, so you can really sh- change them up. Um, you know when you need to. So well, why would it be harder to breed under LEDs? Uh, Blurples. The, because of the light spectrum. Okay. Yeah. I've heard always no the red. They don't have enough red. Blurple lights. Too. But it depends on the light too. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do a free shit. You down? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think we have a picture, do we? It's free. Yes. Did you did you drop it to me? Yeah. Oh shit. The board. <laughs> Let me see if I have it. So the premium, what's the what's the Ooh, price on I that? Membership. Uh, premium is nine ninety nine a month. It's a recurring subscription, but you can cancel at any time. So you can sign up now and cancel immediately. You still get the thirty days until um, the Mac. Uh, <laughs> or you can uh, do uh, annual <clears throat> for ninety nine a year and save twenty percent, and it's an annual subscription. Um, but yeah, you're welcome to come for the drop and leave, come and go as you like. It's not you don't have to stick around. We always appreciate our long term premium members that hang out, but. It's just a service to go ahead and jump ahead 48 hours ahead of everyone else. Cut the line pass, like Disney World, but for seeds. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, free shit. So I don't have it. I can't find it. I, oh. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you have it, you want to send it. But yeah, you mentioned you wanted to do uh, a deck. Yes. S- a skate deck, which hey. I don't think we've ever given away a skate deck on this show. Yeah, it's Take a... Take it uh, away. Uh, Mosca Seeds. It's, so it's our company's name on the skate deck and this is like a real skate deck hard wood maple just a beautiful piece of art um they're uh they're great to hang on the wall or uh ride have you seen anyone actually like thrash one of your boards yet no 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 (laughs) Uh, not yet but uh i i I would be glad that it's being put to good use so how do you want to give it away I um, have an email on screen we can use, or you can have email you. Um, you can have them make a comment on a post somewhere, and you pick a winner. Like, what, what would you like to do? Um, what's the first collab uh, we discussed? On this show? Yes, today. Shit, I don't, I don't know. But you want, people to, <laughs> you want people to go back and suss it out? That's the answer? So you have to email the answer to send it to the email? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So what is the first collab we discussed today? Um, are you trying to send me something? Yeah. Someone trying to send me something? There you go. Airdrop to you. Yeah. You uh, skate, Rick? Uh, I used to. Yes, yes. Many moons ago, but uh, love it. I, I still watch X Games and the uh, Olympics because it's amazing stuff they're throwing down. Uh, Did you get it? I think so. Let's see if I can drop it on here. There yeah, you go. that's it. There's your skate deck, up for grabs. So I have to shrink this. I can't skate if my life depended on it. All right, so darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com and Mosca wants you to remember what the first collab that we discussed on this show is, and send it to me in uh, the subject line. And uh, what number do you want to pick the winner? Um, how about number five? Number five. Get on it right now. Hit the rewind button. Figure it out. Number five gets this skate deck. Uh, Moscow will send it to you direct. I will forward you your information to him, and he will sort you out. Here's one more that you should probably put up. 
it for you. We have about eight minutes to go. I think we're going to end this one a few minutes early so I can fix whatever's going on with that premium real quick. But uh, let me drop this on here. Okay. That's our IG post. It looks like a cool deck. I'm down. I think it's a cool cool idea to give away on this show. We've never given away anything quite so dope except for seeds. But there you go. There's your free shit for the week. All right. I'm going to go back to us. Looks like, or back to me. Looks like we have about seven minutes and 45 minutes, uh, seven minutes and 45 <laughs> seconds or so to the drop. Um, I'm going to make sure that everything's working smoothly on the back end. So I think we're going to log off here in a minute, but what did I miss? Anything you want to shout out before we get out of here? Or Caesar, you didn't, I didn't get to ask you much. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, just stop by the booth 313. Yeah, Dark Horse will be in the building tomorrow at 313. Mosque will be there at 503. 505. 505, my bad. Yeah, um, yeah come down if you're in Denver or you're close by. Drive on down. And uh, the drop starts <laughs> in a few minutes. Seven minutes. Catch you guys Sunday, 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 and Saturday. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, make sure you stop by 313. The only way to get my seeds right now Deals. is by getting some of Dark Horse Genetics booth at the Seed Bazaar booth. Deals. So you at the Seed Bazaar booth, everybody, or the Mosca booth. But yeah, I catch you guys this weekend out and about. And uh, jump on this drop here in six minutes. I'm going to go set it up. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the soulful sounds of Stone Ninja. Thanks, Mosca. Little Pewan gay fish come sit on my shoulder today. Little gay parrot fish sit on my shoulder today and make me a fried shrimpy dish with some soy sauce, baby. As the beat drops, super, super fries. Super fried egg roll, triple fried fried rice, triple fried rice, baby. Two for one egg roll, super triple fried rice, triple fried rice, baby. Don't forget the soy sauce, chan chan chan. There's my gay fish song, dudes. What? <laughs>